welcome to The Practical Prophetic, where prophetic ministry is made practical. I'm Beth Wingate, I'm your host, and welcome to the podcast. On our podcast today, I have Pastor Matt Akins back with us on the program. Welcome, Matt. Thank you, Beth, for having me on. I am so excited to be here. Yes, and so uh, I'm excited to have you on the program. You have some things God has put on your heart to share about blessing and obedience, and we are going to talk about the topic they tell you you should never talk about in religion, and that is the topic of money. And so, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so you're taking on a big one, and so um, I'm actually excited about this. I actually um, I, I grew up in a Word of Faith church, and I understand uh, the laws that God has given us and the law of sowing and reaping and blessing. And I always welcome God's blessings on my life. And I have uh, learned to found joy in being a giver. And so I'm excited about what you want to share with us. And so I'm just going to turn you loose and uh, let you share with us. Okay. Thank you, Beth, so much once again for having me on here. Yes, I just wanted to share a few personal stories, some times where I've experienced God's blessings, and I wanted to talk a little bit about tithing, a little bit about sowing and reaping, giving, giving offerings, and just kind of tie all this together, because I know that these are the kind of things that I would want to hear, especially if I was really searching and praying about this. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet, and, you know, sometimes there's confusion about about this topic, you know, and sometimes, as you said earlier, Sometimes this topic of tithing and, and the financial side of God's his system of blessing, sometimes it can be controversial and people can misunderstand it. And so I just wanted to share a few personal stories to kind of bring it home and hopefully encourage people to tithe, to give and to believe and expect for God to bless them. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, and this may be the right kind of format to have this conversation. Maybe it's less threatening than being in a church service. And I do want to maybe throw this in here that in one of my last podcasts, I talked about redefining your definition of prosperity. Yes. You know, to me, prosperity, uh, finances and money is only one aspect of prosperity. If you are healthy, if your family is born again, you know, things like that. If, if you have a good church, you know, that is rich. That is wealth. That is prosperity. And so absolutely, uh, I just want to start off by saying that, that, that uh, I know that there's been the terms of name it and claim it and blab it and grab it. And we've seen abuses in the area of finances uh, with TV preachers. And 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 there is some truth to some of those. You know, some of those have, have we have seen abuse. But by and large, the word of God is so true and so good. And you do reap what you sow. And tithing is something that the Lord requires us to do. And so, and God loves a cheerful giver. And so I just want to just throw in that sort of warning label before we get started that we're coming to you from, from a common sense approach, from a biblically based approach, and that we're not all about money. So (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to lay that down before we get started. So go ahead and, and share with us what you have. Yes, absolutely. Well, first of all, let me just say, that I grew up, Beth, I grew up in a home where my parents taught me about tithing and the importance of it. And tithing just means to give 10% to God, 10% of your income to God. And uh, the Bible says in Malachi 3, 8 through 12, it says, will a man rob God? 
yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. And then in verse 10, it says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open to you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Verse 11 says, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. And that is Malachi 3, 8 through 12. That is the new King James Version. But yeah, I grew up, Beth. Understanding that scripture, uh, being taught that scripture by my parents and, and the church I grew up in, and I believe that's just the foundational scripture for tithing, and I believe that's where it starts. And giving 10% to God is it's a way of telling God 10% represents the whole. It represents 100%. It's basically telling God, I trust you with everything. I trust you with my money. I trust you with all of this, and so I know that you're going to sanctify my income and my earning, and you're going to bless it. And so, yes, I just wanted to say uh, that first and kind of lay that out there, Beth. And I just wanted to start with this story. So this was a few years ago, and it was a it was a rainy Saturday, and I was driving to the church. I was going to do some work on music and just, you know, do a few things at the church. And I remember having – I remember tithing at this point, but I remember, Beth, thinking, you know, there, there, I want – I was thinking to myself, I want to experience – all of the blessing, God, that you have for me. And Lord, if there's anything I'm doing uh, at the time, I, I, I was struggling in some areas and I was thinking, God, I really want to tap into the full blessing you have for me. And if there's anything I need to do to really tap into that, please reveal it to me. And and Beth, as I was driving to the church on that rainy Saturday, uh, I saw a homeless person digging through the trash at a gas station that I had just. Oh, passed. wow. Yes. And I, the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and and. The phrase, you may have heard the phrase in church or growing up, you may have heard this phrase, you can't outgive God. And right. I, the Holy Spirit just brought that to my mind, you know, you can't outgive God. And I just felt impressed, you know, Matt, if you really believe this, I know that, you know, obviously I was tithing, you know, but Matt, if you really believe this, you will turn your car around and you will go and you will, you will, you know, give, give something to this homeless person. And I'll be honest with you, at the time, I don't know why, but at the time I may have had twenty dollars in my in my wallet cash. I, you know, it just in that moment, you know, I wasn't uh, I didn't have a, just a, a wallet full of cash, and so I you know I probably could have used that money that weekend, but I felt led to go back and to give that homeless person um, some money, and and so I did, and I felt like I said I felt very convicted to do it, and I felt so much better. I felt a release in my spirit, and I felt peace when I did that. And I gave the homeless person some money. Well, Beth, the next day, the next day on a Sunday, a couple approached me at the end of our second service. And to be honest with you, I'll just come out and say it. They they pretty much came out and told me they felt led to uh, give me some money for a new guitar, which I may let you, I may throw this to you in a second because there's a little story there. <laughs> <laughs> And and on and in the envelope, I'll just come out and tell you, I want to be transparent because I want this to encourage people. In the envelope was three thousand dollars. It was wow. uh, amazing. In, in cash, yes. And then immediately when that couple gave that to me, 
I, I remembered that previous day when I had given that money to the homeless person. And Beth, let me just say this real quick. It, it doesn't mean on this podcast, I don't want to try to break down this into some kind of formula where if you give this amount of money, you get this amount of money. I, it's not always like that. Uh, the blessing right. is sometimes mysterious, but I just, I do believe that triggered God's blessing in that moment. And so I immediately knew that that was God, God nodding at me and affirming to me when I, when I lead, when I lead you to do something, especially by the spirit, when I lead you to do something, maybe to give money to, you know, to an offering or to give to someone in need that, that, that will sometimes trigger the hand of God. Right. You know, you just read in Malachi, that's one of the places where the Lord says, try me, <laughs> try me and see that I will bless you. And, yeah. and so uh, I believe that's what God was. Uh, he was teaching you that principle through something you really just, you know, to give you the money for something you had uh, actually been praying about. And if you, if you want me to share that story, I can. Yeah, please do. Yeah. I mean, this is not something I run around telling people, but um, years ago, uh, and I, like I said, I grew up uh, understanding these principles also, and I've seen them happen throughout my life. It's amazing. And, and this is one area where you can try God. You can, you know, say, okay, God, I gave that money in faith. What are you going to do? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so, especially in the, I believe there's a special grace when you're learning these principles that God uh, just opens the windows of heaven to, to show you that he will do what he said he will, will do. And so years ago, I, I had uh, believed God for a guitar uh, we're both guitar players. We play on the worship team. You're my worship pastor. And so um, years ago, I had believed God for a guitar and the Lord had opened doors to make that happen. And and so I felt like there was a special anointing on me to believe God for tools, especially musical instruments, to uh, facilitate ministry. Yeah. And so when uh, I met you and, and began to be involved in the worship team, uh, you had a decent guitar. It was a great guitar, but it was not what you would call a uh, studio quality guitar. You know, there, there's <laughs> yeah. there's like entry level, and then there's that intermediate level, and then there's sort of pro level. And so you had an intermediate, you know, nice guitar, but um, but anyway, um, I actually uh, cautiously <laughs> felt <laughs> led to challenge you to pray and believe God for a, a studio quality guitar because there had been words given about uh, writing and producing music. And uh, and that was something that I, I believe, you know, that God had already put on your heart. And so in order to facilitate that, you really needed a, and the way the, word, the Lord had me word it was to believe God for a guitar worthy of the anointing you desire. Yes. And so um, that was the way the Lord had me phrase it. And uh, so I, I challenged you with that and, and gave, you know, told you I felt impressed that this was from the Lord and that I would be an agreeer with you to believe God. And I challenged you, you know, hey, you might want to make a tithe on that or a special offering. Uh, maybe, you know, give someone a your old guitar or, a you know, I don't know, music lessons or money or whatever you felt led to do because to me that's a journey that you yeah. go on with the Lord it's a personal journey and so and then I had no idea it was not very long I would say less than 30 60 days that this happened for you and I was as amazed as you were and I was as excited <laughs> I think as you were 
Oh yeah. And it's a beautiful guitar, just a high quality guitar yeah. and, and, uh, you know, just perfect. And, um, and I've actually challenged another young man that started playing guitar on our worship team and I've been praying and encouraging him. In fact, that just reminds me, I've got some, some, uh, magazines I need to give him so he can begin to pick out, you know, what he wants. And, yes. and so, uh, you know, and I believe that's how God wants us to do is once God blesses us, then we continue that by helping other people to have these things to facilitate, you know, for the kingdom, for yeah. ministry, the tools we need. But uh, God is a God of excellence. Amen. And I believe he wants the very, very best for us, especially when it serves the purpose of the kingdom. So that's just a wonderful testimony. I still can't believe it. You know, there's a part of me that I know God did it. I know God does it. He will do it again. But there's also a little part of me that is just as amazed as anyone. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Was, yeah. I do. And Beth, I felt like in that moment, that was also God, you know, not only affirming uh, the principles of tithing, the principles of giving, but also, you know, that was a moment where God was trying to break, um, break something off of me, you know, break off, break off a lack of expectancy. You know, any yeah. part of me that would not expect the best or not expect what God's blessing, um, that was God trying to, God was breaking that off of me. And so, yes, and I, and I knew that in that moment. And I just want to share this scripture, Beth. Uh, Matthew 6.33 says, Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Matthew six thirty three. And so once again, Beth, when we seek first the kingdom of God and we put God first, we are positioned to experience the blessing that God has for us. And also, just like you said, so that we can be prepared to bless others. I just want to share a few more stories if I can. Yeah, I love these. I think these are, they, you know, stories are something we can all relate to and that we can visualize and, and, and learn and then apply to our own lives. I love stories. So Absolutely. go for it. <laughs> Once again, just a few years ago, uh, Leslie, my wife and I, we were in the market for a new vehicle. We needed to upgrade a vehicle for her. And so I was praying. And, and as we've mentioned earlier, I was telling God, OK, God, I'm tithing, I'm giving. And, you know, we're in need of a new vehicle. And so, Father God, I just ask you to, you know, bring provision, bring blessing for this to happen, for us to do this. And Beth, once again, God shows up. And <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. God shows up. And one day an individual approached me and I know, here we go. gave me an envelope. Uh, well, actually, no, not an envelope. Gave me a check uh, for three thousand dollars. It's awesome. And then that individual, that's twice people have given you three thousand dollars. That's amazing. <laughs> it's well, it's funny. And then here's what's funny. And then that individual came back like an hour later and gave me another check for a thousand dollars. Wow. And said, give this to your wife. But, you know, we were we were going to use it for the vehicle. But once again, uh, God was providing, you know, God, we were able to use that money to go towards a new vehicle. And this was all in one day. And, and I, I was just praising God to go, my goodness, God continues to do this. And once again, Beth, when, when these things happen, all it does is it just makes you want to 
bless others. And it makes you want to say, God, what right. can I do to help somebody? And we should do that, Beth. We should, we should not just receive when the blessing comes in and just, you know, hoard that blessing, but we should prepare ourselves to pray and be ready to give when God tells us to give for someone who may be in need or for someone who just needs to be blessed. Because Beth, once again, that's something I continue to realize is that when God's going to bless us, he uses people, you know, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't grow a tree with, you know, with Ben Franklin's on it in our front yard. He uses people. That's how God uses. And so that was, that was another story. I'll tell you another one. Not that long ago, actually, this is actually a pretty recent story. Um, about a month or so ago, once again, I, I was praying and, and telling God, God, I still want to participate in, in your principles of blessing. I still want to be a conduit. I want to give when you tell me to give, and I want to sow when you tell me to sow. And also, I want to receive what you have for me. And um, and I'll be honest with you, I was uh, I had a little bit of debt that I was wanting to pay off. And I had heard some teaching on if you are in debt, then you need to sow seeds. Now, let me just say this real quick, Beth. In addition to tithing, this is where we kind of get into the sowing and reaping aspect. Is um, I do believe in the principle of the seed, sowing a financial seed. Yes. And when you sow a financial seed, you should name that seed and expect a certain harvest on it. And so, Beth, I was uh, I started to sow seed to pay off some debt. And I even told God, I said, God, OK, I'm sowing this seed and I'm naming this seed for debt cancellation. And Beth, within three weeks, <laughs> once again, within, within three weeks of doing this, um, I'll, I'll just come out and tell you the amount. I had on one occasion uh, $300 cash was given to me within that three-week period. And then another $1,000 came in, $1,000 in cash from, from uh, some people who approached me who just wanted to bless me. Once again, in an envelope, $1,000. So that was $1,300 that came in in the span of just a few weeks, and I was able to pay that towards some debt. And Beth, once again, I was like, well, praise God. God, all of this you're saying is true, and it's real. And God uh, was continuing to affirm to me these principles that were real. And so, uh, Beth, once again, it's this is a very real thing. It's not a gimmick. It's not... Um, we're not we're not playing the cosmic slot machine, so to speak. We shouldn't abuse this. And let me just say this real quick, Beth. A little disclaimer here. You know, th- these principles work. The Bible says. Let me go ahead and read the scripture first. The Bible says in Luke six thirty eight. Luke six thirty eight. Given it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use. It will be measured back to you. And that is the the new King James version uh, from Luke chapter six, verse thirty eight. So this is a real thing. The sowing and reaping principle is a real thing. But, Beth, this does not mean let me, this is a, a little disclaimer. It does not mean that we should run up our credit card or be right. reckless, spend recklessly or try to keep up with the Joneses. God expects us to be good managers and good stewards of our money. Uh, to know when to save money, to know when to maybe do some side hustles or work a side job or anything to bring in a little extra income. God wants us to be wise managers of our money. And so these principles work, but we should not try to abuse them or use them as an excuse to not be good stewards or good managers of our money. And Beth, I'm a big fan of Dave Ramsey. I would advise anybody to listen to Dave's teachings. He's very good when it comes to 
paying off debt and and saving money and generating um, extra income. And I just wanted to throw that out there. But yes, once again, Beth, that's just another story of God's blessing uh, coming in and me experiencing his provision. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, I'm a total believer in the principles of tithing. I just it's it's to me, it's just an act of obedience. But yeah. beyond that, it also uh, it's it's something that I know that if I'm obedient, God will meet my needs. You know, there's a scripture that also says he's never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. And so God is always going to meet my needs if I'm doing what I'm supposed to do then God is going to take care of me. And sometimes it comes in the most unexpected ways and, and yeah. creative ways. God's so creative. And I can, I can say that all of my adult life, I have, I have definitely, and, and even growing up, I have seen God just do the miraculous to meet needs. That's incredible. Well, Beth, the Bible says in Proverbs eleven twenty four through 25, it says, there is one who scatters yet increases more. And there is one who withholds more than what is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. And that is the New King James Version, uh, Proverbs 11, 24 through 25. So, yeah, I, Beth, I just wanted to you know, jump on this podcast today, and I wanted to share these stories to be encouraging because I believe there are some people that may be listening today that may have battled confusion on tithing and giving may have have battled or may have been in a, in a desperate situation where you, you, you know, they may think I can't afford to tithe. I can't afford to give. But Beth, the real truth is we can't afford not to. That's right. It, it really is true that we cannot out give God. And there's just under understanding that. And, and Beth, let me say this, too. This is why it's so important to to walk with God to live in obedience. You know, we need to li- live uh, clean lives. We need to live obedient lives and walk closely with the Lord, read our Bibles daily, have that devotion time and walk with God so that we can have a discerning ear and so that we can be ready when God tells us to give, maybe give an offering or to pay tithes or or, or to give to someone in need, we can be ready and prepared to do so. And that will really help with anyone that may be struggling. Walking closely with the Lord really helps to have that sensitive ear to know when to sow a seed. Well, let me key in on that point, because really you just touched on the prophetic aspect of what we're talking about. And that's how to be led of the Holy Spirit when you're giving, especially an offering. You know, a tithe is what we're commanded to do. That's an act of obedience. But an offering is something that uh, is totally our choice. And uh, can bring can bring extra blessing. It's sort of bonus, if you will. Yeah. And so that's something that I try to really be led of the Holy Spirit about where to do that, because the needs are plentiful. You know, everywhere you go, there's plenty of need. But you want to be a good steward and you want to put your seed in the right kind of ground and you want to be led of the Holy Spirit about how to do that. And yeah. so I try to be very intentional when I do an offering or an above my tithe gift or giving or, or, you know, whatever that may be, I like to to pray about it, to seek the Lord about it, to try to hear from the Lord about what to do. And I also want to point out too, that all of this is a mindset. You know, this is, this is an attitude that we have to take on a biblical mindset, a kingdom mindset. Some of us, uh, you know, we have been programmed in our thinking 
to hold on really tight to money and to be very, you know, and, and, and there's a, an element to that that I respect about being a good steward. But some of us, you know, you can be too cheap. <laughs> and, and and you can uh, you can go broke buying bargains and sometimes you get what you pay for you know and those kind of uh, thought patterns and, and of course that's easy to say if you have a lot of money but I will say I've had pl- times in my life where we had an abundance and I've had times in my life where we've had a deficit <laughs> yeah. and uh, but God has always been faithful and uh, it's it's a lot harder to go from having money to not having money I think sometimes than to have never having had it at all. Yeah. And so a lot of this is about your thinking and programming yourself to th- to have your thinking line up with the word of God and what God says and his attitude about money and that uh, not letting money control you. Some, you know, I've been in situations where I've been around a culture of people who have a lot of money, but they're a slave to all the things they have. Mm, And so it's, it's a facade. It's not as uh, cozy as it looks. Sometimes there's a lot of pressure in keeping up with the Joneses and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. We've been involved with people in the medical community and some of the doctors and people that we've known, you know, they have a lot of money, they make good money, but they spend every penny they have Mm. Uh, trying to keep up with their peers and they find themselves in, under enormous stress and they're not always very happy people. And so, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to look at the mindset. But uh, for as far as, you know, for us personally and to keep it practical and prophetic, you know, to be led of the Holy Spirit, to to be obedient to the Lord and that when it's in your power to give, give and expect yeah. the Lord to bless what you give. Yes. That is so good. And also, too, Beth, it says in Matthew chapter 7, I just want to read this passage real quick. Matthew chapter 7, starting with verse 9, it says, this is the New International Version. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? And here's the key scripture, Beth. Verse 12 says, so in everything, do to others what you would have them to do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. And so kind of kicking it back to the Luke 638, the sowing and reaping principle. I'm thinking about the story and the testimony that we experienced on our worship team at church just a few months ago. I believe it was around Easter in April. And Beth, I'm just going to throw this to you in a second. But you felt led that we needed to. Maybe all collect some money and give a guitar to a child that was going to our church, a child that was in need. I'll just use that. I'll say that. Right. He was in a a situation where he was in great need, and this was a desire of his heart. And we were able to, uh, as a worship team, give that as a gift, as an offering above our tithe. And I believe that God's going to only bless our team as a result of that. And and, I, and I'll put this challenge out to all of us. You know, let, let's say let's start after you've been faithful in your tithing. And I recommend that everyone be faithful in their tithing. Then you take something that you have a desire or a need, or maybe it's both a desire and a need, especially if it's something that will bless your family or bless the kingdom of God. And uh, like you, you and uh, your wife needed a car. You needed a better vehicle. Um, and I will testify that you are 
definitely, you know, you guys needed something more dependable. And so that was a legitimate need. We're not, you know, praying for Corvettes and, <laughs> and uh, Lamborghinis and, you know, no, no, we're, we're being practical and reasonable. And so just to pray for something that's dependable, that you're happy with, you know, so whatever your need or your desire is one time I'll, I'll share this story. My mom, we had a, had a business. My parents had had a business and, and long story. She shared this on here before lost their business. And he was then working for another company. And we just had gone from having uh, extra money at the end of the month to just barely making it paycheck to paycheck with a mountain of yeah. debt, you know. And so very drastically different situations. Well, we had not been on a vacation or had any any extras in quite some time. Uh, but my dad did have a, a regular job at this point. And so my mom had been praying about, you know, Lord, I would just love for us to be able to take a family vacation. Yeah. And so and she prayed about it and, and she prayed that we would go to Disney World. <laughs> so, you know, just take a week and go to Disney World and get away. Well, my dad's company that week had a dinner and invited all the spouses and said that they were uh, to increase their sales, that the top salesman for this 30-day, 60-day period or whatever would win a trip to Disney World. Well, that's all my mom needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so she began to to make first a tithe, like an offering, on, not a tithe, an offering on that. And then she began to confess God's word and encourage my father to, you know, to, God's going to bless you today at work. And we're going to win that vacation <laughs> in Jesus name. Yeah. <laughs> so she put her faith out there. You know, it's like the, the, the message we had on here with Gina about partnering with the prophetic. She partnered with that. She partnered. Yeah. She took that as a, a, the Lord showing her a path, a way for him to meet, you know, to meet that request. And so she put feet to her faith. She worked the word, stood on the word. And sure enough, he won the vacation. It came with a, re a rental car to use, a brand new car to That's use awesome. for the week. It came with spending money and a few little extra tickets to some extra things. Wow. And so we had a fantastic vacation that did not cost us any money. And they wow. even gave him the time off work to go. And it was just a blessing. Our family had been, you know, a little stressed out from uh, all the financial stuff that was going on. And it was just such a needed, enjoyable time to just get away and have fun. And, and we were, you know, we were so thankful for that. And I know that it came straight from the Lord and was a blessing. And it was the result of these principles and applying yeah. godly principles about giving an offering and, and doing it in faith with expectation that God is going to bless you. And I believe he wants to bless us abundantly. Absolutely. Well, 320, Beth, uh, Ephesians 320, now to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. Yes. Well, and I'll just challenge to our listeners that God is no respecter of persons. What he's done for me, what he's done for Pastor Matt, yeah, he will do for you. Yes. It's just a matter of working the word. You know, I will challenge you. If you're not tithing to your local church, uh, you need to be doing that. And and people will say, well, do I give my net? Do I give my, uh, what is it, my gross? You know, yeah. that, that pray about it. Just pray about it. If you want to ask your pastor, ask your pastor. I've heard people say, do you want him to bless you on the net or the gross? I don't even fool with all that. Just pray about it. Do what you <laughs> feel led to do. And then I would also say, once you're obedient, 
then take, even if it's $20, if all you have extra is 10 or $20, pray about it. Ask the Lord, where can I sow this seed? And, and then attach to it an expectation. You know, Lord, I need, uh, you know, I don't know what it is you need. Maybe you need a new pair of shoes. And ask the Lord that I'm believing God for this. I really want these. Everybody's got these, you know, new on cloud shoes and they're really expensive. And I'm believing God for these shoes. Well, add up how much the shoes are. Maybe tithe 10% of what the shoes cost. You know, I don't, that's just a suggestion. But give a seed in faith. Yeah. And uh, ask God, try God. The Bible says, he just read it in Malachi. Try me, try me. See that I will not bless you. Yeah. And so, because God loves us, he cares about us, he wants to bless us, he wants us to prosper and to be successful in everything that we do. And if we're obedient, how, you know, like, like he read, how much more will the Father want to give to us? That's so good. So good. I love this. It's so yeah. practical. It's so good. God wants to bless his people. I don't really know where we got the idea that uh, we should that being poor and low down and broke makes us more holy. But but I also don't like uh, I've seen the, the pendulum on the other side where, where people are walking around and, you know, uh, you know, thousand dollar suits and Mercedes. And not that there's anything necessarily wrong with that. But but, uh, you know, we're 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 talking reasonable blessings yeah. and reasonable, uh, reasonable things. But, you know, sometimes God uh, will lavish extravagance on us, especially if it's for his kingdom. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of the, the example of the guitars. These guitars, you know, are expensive because they're really quality guitars. But I believe that, um, that it, especially in, you know, I, I will challenge this, too. I will just I don't I didn't plan on saying this. I hope this is OK. I will put this out here that uh, both you and I made a decision to consecrate those guitars to be set aside only to be used for the Lord. And so I believe there's special blessing that comes to that too. And if you're a musician or, you know, something like that, if you're, if you're a pastor, maybe you're praying, you know, for a really quality, you know, I don't know, sound system or a real quality uh, computer to plan your, your uh, messages on or whatever, you know, think about consecrating those things and setting them aside and be extravagant because I believe God is a God of excellence and he does want, want to bless us with those things. That's, I know that may challenge some people's thinking that's kind of out there, but, um, but I, I would say absolutely pray about that. I agree with that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I've had people, um, you know, also I'll do give an example to what I just said. You know, there are people who are ministers who are evangelists and they travel all over the country. And and sometimes they will believe God for, you know, an airplane or uh, one of those big buses that you travel in. I, I totally get that. That's that's totally if it's something you're using for the kingdom of God or your business, then so be it. That doesn't bother me at all. Um, anyway, I just I, I pray blessings on our listeners. I pray yeah. blessings on you. Thank you for sharing your stories. I hope this challenges people to uh, when it comes to uh, special offerings and the blessings that are attached to that and and to just change our mindset. I love that. Yes. Thank you so much, Beth, for having me on today. And like you said, I hope this encourages those who listen. And guys, just get ready. Expect for God to bless you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. for listening to today's podcast. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll be informed next time I post. Thank you again and have a blessed day.